improper. That was improper. Thank you, guys. Thanks to everybody back in the NRM studios. And uh, happy Friday to everybody out there. Um, I don't even know what day number it is. I'm lucky I know it's Friday. I know it's Friday Friday because I got to do my WJR show tonight at 7 o'clock between 7 and 8, 7.60 with Sean Belegian, which is exciting to be able to do it during the second round of the – NFL draft, so anybody out there wants to join us for that, that'll be exciting to see what the Detroit Lions do if they uh, if they trade to acquire more picks or if they take one of the uh, running backs at that point. Um, we will see, but until then, it is the 4 o'clock hour. I am prepared. I have some sunshine. I have some Timmy Hoes. Tim Hortons, yes, our sponsor, our proud sponsor. Yes, I'd like to say he's been getting me through these trying times here in the smoke shack, as you can see. Um, oh, you're wondering? Sun, sun's out, gun's out. So uh, we're going to uh, have some fun today. Now, the most important part to everybody out there, as this is an extent, 25 on 19, sort of an extension of grind time with Darren McCurdy. Um People have to realize this is the most important part of the day because this is Nick Antonucci, Nicky Nooch, my co-host. This is his personal time. This is when he gets away from everybody and gets to go into the dungeon. And this is how I keep him sane, right? So I uh, always love to see it. So uh, before we get to the guest, actually, you know what? Big day for you. I'll let you introduce the guest. Um, Excited. I'm just going to preface this with hey dude here uh the grind time with Darren McCarty it's about uh facilitating interest and finding all the interesting people as you can all know uh miracle flow which uh I need a haircut at and we're gonna get to it but I'm gonna rock a sick mohawk when we're coming out of this. Don't mind that's just a keeping it up but uh we've all had a lot of time sitting around right we've all had a lot of time Everything stopped. Oh, there's my hey. These things are on fire. If you don't know what those are, those are my casino uh, membership cards. The things are just. They thought that you know I might have passed away or something like that. We had to have a talk, but so they're okay. But you know, technology keeps going. We got to slow down, and you find some interesting creatures on uh, on the internet. People that you want to know more about. And I think that's today's today's guest. But uh, Nick, uh, let me know how you're doing over there. Give everybody an update. I've updated, uh, you know, most people. What's going on over there in uh, real world? You live in the real world. I live in the fantasy uh, retired uh, retired athlete. You know, sequestered. Dude, I know, I know your life is, is an absolute fantasy. Dude, just, you know, just real-world stuff, man. Conference calls, meetings, webinars, uh, trying to take care of some customers and clients. And then I uh, look forward to sitting in my basement for an hour a day in semi-silence, which is fantastic. So today we got what? Governor came out, we lifted, lifted some restrictions. And that means that... Uh, me and this guy that I know with a mohawk and readers and just slinging some pipes right now. Look at those cutoffs are incredible. We're going to get on the course soon. So that's fantastic. Um, so it's all going well, man. How've, uh, is it warm outside? I haven't been outside in like a month. 
Yeah, no, well, you've been to the garage because you got to, uh, you got Frankenstein bikes going on in that neighborhood. But what, uh, more important, um, what'd you think of the draft? Did you get to watch? Did you, did you watch the Lions pick or did, 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 did it matter to you? Yeah, because- I watched, I watched a little bit of it. I watched, um, I sat down, started watching it. I've run out of projects to do uh, around the house. So I'm sitting down watching a little bit. Kid, you know, Quinn comes down trying to get me to watch Spider-Man with her. So I watched first, I think, four four picks. I wanted to get through the lines to see what they were doing. Nothing surprising. They pick up Akuda. But, I mean, what, what bums me out is we got rid of Slay, right, who's a cornerback, who's a good cornerback, pick up another cornerback. Um, I wish they could have worked it out in Detroit with him. They didn't. It is what it is. Uh, not very surprising. Not too exciting. I'm probably going to get back into it probably, you know, late third, fourth, fifth round, see my boy Cody White get picked up by somebody. Uh, yeah, you, so it'll be exciting to see that happen. Talk about that a little bit. Because, you know, the best part, I think, for me, is also see is, is first of all, Roger Goodell, the NFL, ESPN, their coverage. You know, couple – Couple mistakes here and there, but running it on the fly, you know, more of just talking points than anything. But I thought it was really cool because you get to see not only peop- other people's home, but they're, they're with all their family and their reaction. Um, I wish they'd do the live reaction when they did the pick so you could see how excited they are. But, you know, I, I really enjoyed it as far as Jeff Akuda goes. If he is the type of cornerback that they, they're projecting Joe Burrow to be as a quarterback in a 10-year guy in Cincinnati, then I'm okay with it. I literally had that feeling. I held my breath and held my poop in because I thought they were going to drop Derrick Brown and I would have just, uh, at that spot, I'm fine with Akuda. So I'm sure Sean Belegian and I will talk more football tonight. Let's uh, – but until but until then, that's good to know. Good to see you get a little bit of semblance. Yeah, we're gonna be out there playing golf whenever we can real soon. I'm excited about that as the weather starts getting nicer. So that's pretty much the outside stuff going on. What do we got today, Nick? We got a uh, internet sensation, and uh, I watched that clip. I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> you want to go with the yeah, setup man. and introduce our guest? For sure, man. So we got uh, we got Tommy, Tommy Guns McClelland on on today. Internet YouTube sensation out of Taylor, Michigan. Uh, you know, friends of friends of the show. And if you can't have this guy on right now, I mean, this is just fucking incredible. Look at him. Oh my god! Well, the best, Tommy. How you doing, bro? Oh, good, man. Got I gotta to I gotta fit in. I gotta fit in with the gun show over there. You know, just you know. You're in Taylor. It's a little colder down there. It's a little warmer up here in the mad in, in the mad heights. So, so you know you'll Ooh. get to it, though, buddy. You'll get to it. You it's know, rocking the crime. Yeah. What'd you think? You're you're a Michigan guy. What'd you think of the Lions taking Akuda? I mean, like uh, like Nick said, man. Uh, we, when Slay left, I mean, I was heartbroken. Let me just tell you, it just shattered me into a million pieces, man. I mean, he was all about the city. He he genuinely cared about playing for us and to see him go just killed me. Right. So naturally you got to find a replacement. So to get a CUDA with the stats he has, I mean, he should be a good fit. You know, I just don't hold my breath with the lions anymore. Sometimes. No, I think what you saw 
with Slay is that being about, you know, he was like the people against the establishment, right? The fans all knew that he was one one of one of ours, one of one of theirs, but you know, he would butt heads and you look at what they're doing, get getting younger, getting all the guys that question things out and bringing in their own. So who knows? My thing with the Lions is, is until it changes at the top, things don't change because it's culture. So what do you, bro? I mean, other you got the great get up there. What's uh? What do you got going on? I mean, um, I, it was brought to you were brought to my attention not only by Nick but because uh, of your uh, moonshine, uh, your your moonshine still, which isn't a moonshine oh, still. Man. I don't want the cops to come over there and give you more trouble because man. you made it quite clear it's for uh, it's for distilling toilet water into clear <laughs> drinking water because. You and your dog or something got tired of drinking dirty oh, toilet man. water. But you also got, for the girl spray, the guy spray, talk to me about all these things you're into over there, bro, because I am intrigued. Dude, I, I, gotta, I ain't going to lie to you. When you brought up that, uh, that particular video, I forgot all about that thing. It's been so long since I made that one. Uh, but, yeah, it's for all intents and purposes. You could make hand sanitizer with it right now. I mean, how important right now is hand sanitizer? We're in the middle of a pandemic. You could make hand sanitizer with it. That's genius marketing right there. Uh, but other than that, uh, I actually recently just moved back to Michigan. I was in uh, just outside of Beaumont, Texas for a while and just doing the comedy bit down there, trying to, you know, see a different stage of life and everything like that. And it just got back in November, so I'm just trying to get back in the groove of the mitten, you know. Yeah, no. So what? What were so talk about that? Talk about your travels. What's uh, what'd you learn or what you know? Coming back, I always uh, I usually try to you know pick a lesson rather no matter what. And people that know me, I had I've been back and forth. I don't you know have a house in Florida. I just pick up everything and move. And my wife and I have done that three or four times. So not anymore, guys. Not anymore. I got this smoke shack locked down here. I ain't going. I ain't going. But uh, how about you? How was how was Texas, or how was getting out of Taylor and uh, seeing the world? Well, the funny thing you say about loading up the car. By the way, don't mind the airplanes. I'm naturally right next to Detroit Metro Airport here. But uh, why are you bragging? I basically I pack. What's that? Now you're bragging, bro. Now you're bragging. Now you're bragging. Oh, you yeah. get to watch airplanes during this quarantine. Some of us, you know, right. like Nick, you're stuck in the bedroom and, and, and making and making makeup videos. You that's, know? that's my so thing. Now. Yeah, it is. It is. So, anyways, so, go ahead. So yeah, I took I took everything I had and put it inside of my 2010 Chevrolet Impala I had, and literally anything I could fit in there. If it was gonna fit in the car, we're rolling with it. Uh, I actually had an old bed, or not an old bed. I bought a, a bed brand new uh, just about a month or two prior to moving. I strapped that thing on the roof, gave it to my parents. They needed a bed, hooked them up with it, and then I just hit it. You know, I went down there, um, lived with a buddy of mine down there. I don't know if you've ever come across Catfish Cooley or not. Really great guy. Uh, one of my best friends and everything. Great dude. And just made videos for a while. Um, I got to mess around, hang out with alligators. Um, and just I just met a bunch of different great people down there um, from doing it, and 
just lifelong memories you know it's it's the the greatest lesson i could say i learned from it because you said you like lessons and everything is i can adapt anywhere anywhere you know that's bro and that's you know i preach self-awareness just as far as looking in the mirror and and you know don't lie to that person and stuff you know what like i noticed how cagey veteran you were as that camera slipped and then everybody at home got a great shot of that macho man randy savage jersey again bragging about the planes got the macho man shirt on Unbelievable. oh yeah you can buy this for ten dollars at target yeah oh i love it i love it dude I, i'm gonna actually uh nick i'll let you ask the next question uh tommy's making me feel i gotta go put something on <laughs> So, so you grew did you grow up you grew up in Michigan I'm assuming and then made the trek out to to Texas is that what happened Yep that's uh that's exactly what happened uh I was actually born in Garden City um raised between Detroit and Taylor my entire childhood uh we moved around a lot as as, as kids and everything like that just I don't know why I'm not asking any questions not not asking the parents what's going on don't care but we moved around a lot. So, I mean, naturally, I learned from a young age that, you know, sometimes you got to adapt to different situations. So moving around a bunch taught me that right off the grip and just decided one day, hey, I want to go to Texas, man. I got a lot of buddies down there. They're doing some cool stuff. The weather's pretty sweet. So why not? You know, why not try it? I have no kids, got no wife or anything like that. Nothing really to hold me back. So, heck. Why not go? I mean, that's my biggest advice to anybody that thinks about moving, you know, somewhere far away. I mean, obviously, you're going to miss your family. That's really what drove me back. I've got a four-month-old nephew now. Uh, my brother's actually autistic. And all those things made me uh, come back. So if you have really nothing to hold you up, get out there and go see the world. It, there's a lot of cool things out there. You're going to come across a lot of great people. And you're gonna make a lot of memories. So why in the world not? What's what's the holdup? No, for sure, man. What was the draw to bring you into doing the videos, putting this, you know, putting this all together? Um, you know, what was that? How did that start? How did that come into play? Where he was like, all right, screw it, I'm gonna start doing this character and then putting it out there online and, and getting the hits that you're getting. Okay, so the the true story of how that actually came about is uh basically he's like an adopted brother everybody's got adopted brothers i've got a ton of them i got adopted sisters you name it so frankie says hey man i want you to make some videos for this truck page i've got on facebook and i'm like make videos why he's like well you're a funny guy you've got the energy to do it you're not shy about it just go ahead and give it a shot what's the worst that could happen it'll be great and it was for a mock election <laughs> I heard us heard myself in the background. That's awesome. But uh, anyway, <laughs> started uh, started making videos for the page, and people started to eat it up. And originally, it was just me with no flair, no nothing like that. And I just started looking around my house, and I'm like, wait a minute. I've got this mullet that I used for Halloween, you know, 2015. I'm going to slap that on, see, see if people like that. So they did. So then I started calling myself Tommy Gunn. That's a nickname I've had since high school. Um, my buddy Cliff Robinson actually gave me that nickname from lifting weights. He's like, you're like Tommy Gunn now. And I just got the big ego from it. I'm like, 
thanks bro you know because really i'm like five foot five dude like i'm a short dude so if somebody calls you tommy gun you're you know you're gonna walk around with like bravado what's up and uh i just took the character further started making actual videos for a page because i'm like if people down river like this stuff who knows who else is gonna like this stuff so shoot i just decided to slap this page together put a video out there i had uh, uh this isn't the original but i have the original vest bought that thing for 59 cents in houghton lake michigan at the st vincent de paul slap that sucker on so you see this dude walking around with a mullet and orange vest boots and shorts looking like kind of like a, a rip off joe dirt you know a welfare joe dirt if you will saying hey your truck sucks mine's better it's got rust on it i'm the man we all know the guy that hates everything you have. That's Tommy Gunn. This is this character. The guy that you can have the nicest things in the world. And he's going to shit on it, you know? Where, That's amazing. Uh, where? There, I had to put my best on. <laughs> I Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Actually, I got, look, I got wardrobe change too, bro, just in case. So you know that we're, <laughs> I'm down to speed. I got a gray one too. Dude, no. Nice. So, right. So, uh, what's the uh, Instagram or Facebook or web page that you're talking about where people can go and see some of your brilliant work? The uh, the Facebook that is uh, just Tommy Gun. Uh, just t- punching into pages, it'll pop right up. Bam! You're gonna see the this orange vest, mullet, the whole nine yards. Instagram. I got clever with Instagram because Tommy Gun was already taken by somebody i don't know who it is but i'd like to talk to him instagram is tommy m n g u n all right with one n not two because i don't want to get sued by uh you know mr billy gun i actually had to talk with them over at uh mr terry and gary's uh wrestling deal down there in monroe i said hey bro don't sue me i'm using one end don't don't try to come at me like i'm stealing from you fella I love it, dude. How did you get the Rhino. How did you get the relationship with Yeah, Rhino? Talk about that a little bit. All right, so that's another. You know, it's a quick but still good story. So, me and my uncle Dean used to go work out at over at Powerhouse Dearborn, and one day we would go in there kind of early, about eleven o'clock. I mean, by gym standards, it's kind of early, you know, on a weekday because I was off of work that day. Go in there and I look over at the treadmill, and what do you know? There is Rhino on a treadmill, and I'm like. First of all, he's doing cardio. <laughs> that's that's insane. Uh, a bodybuilder doing cardio? Come on now. There's, there's something going on here. But then I just kind of walked over and he was like, hey, man, you know, and I knew his name was Terry because, I mean, I'm a wrestling guru, man. I watched uh, I watched Darren on uh, the podcast. Yeah, I got seen you on there with, with, with Terry just going off about how you're a huge fan, too. And. So we just developed like a friendship in passing, you know, then I find out that, you know, him and my cousin kind of knew each other from, you know, stuff in Dearborn, et cetera, et cetera. And we just stayed friends for all these years. And I seen him and you know, Gary made the podcast and I just threw myself out there to him. I was like, hey, I'd love to be a guest. You know, why not? I, I'm a podcast. Whore, OK, if, any, if somebody's got a podcast, I want in, like, bring me on. I don't care if it's. Paid, not paid. I don't care if it's got two followers, a thousand. I don't care. Bring me on there. Let's talk about some stuff. I love it, bro. I I love uh, I love everything about that. Obviously, uh, ter- uh, you know, Rhino Terry and I uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, 
there's a flyer going on. I don't, I don't have it right now. But Nick, did you know when that date was? At the end of May or is it in June? But we're, we're, I'm, I'm actually. So I'm a huge wrestling fan. We all know that. Um, before I get into wrestling, though, I got to ask this question. I'll forget to ask. What are the signatures on your vest, bro? Now you're super. That's three D-Mac dogs. You dogged me with the planes. You dogged me with the Macho Man. <laughs> now you're bragging docious with all the autographs. And I know it's not even the OG because you said the 59 cent Houghton Lake OG. That's got to be up in the rafters somewhere. But I love the autographs. What are they? Oh, okay. So the, some of them are uh, just different friends of mine in the industry, you know, comedy-wise. You know, uh a uh, guy named Adam Calhoun, he's on the back. You got Catfish on here somewhere. Um, I don't know if you ever listen to, like, the country rap kind of stuff. Every once in a while I do. And uh, But doing what I do, like, the redneck style, I, I happen to come in contact with a lot of uh, musicians in the country, you know, country rap kind of crowd. And, you know, you got, like, the Moonshine Bandits on here, Demon Jones, a uh, bunch of other people, too. It's hard to even keep track. There's actually random – just I let random followers sign it, I mean. Why not? You know, if you want to sign the vest, join in. Hey, why not? I'll actually have to bring that down to the uh, the wrestling show. Uh, I think it's July 15th, I want to say, somewhere in there. So this is the oh, cup that, that has traveled around with the Slaps of Comedy Tour, and I've had it signed everywhere from – I forgot it up in uh, Escanaba the one day. So it stayed oh, wow. up there for but I get it signed by everybody else when I take it in public and stuff. And yeah, the the wrestling part. So I, I love talking to wrestling fans. I think wrestling, you know, is one of those things that really during this uh, today's day and age, it's given us something to 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 you know get our minds off or at at different points. Because I was a big fan, you know, when I was younger during the. Hulkamania age, and, and I got to preface this is, by the way, I, I am a subscriber to the WWE Network, um, and mm-hmm. right, so wrestling, you know, it was big with Hulk Hogan, and then when I played, it was Stone Cold, The Rock, stuff like that, then it got away, and and I'd met uh, Rhino and Terry over the years, I, I know a lot of the wrestlers have, uh, have met them, you know, especially a lot of the Canadian guys, so, uh, what you're alluding to is in, did you say June, Nick? Or did you say June, uh, Tommy? No, it's in, um, it's in July. That's when it's, uh, oh, it's moved okay. up into July. Yeah, yeah okay, I want to say July 15th, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere, something like that. It's, July. I'm actually turning 30, the dirty 30, July 29th. So all I know is it's right before my birthday. So there you go. All right. Well, we'll, we'll definitely keep that in mind. But it's cool because, uh, um, so I, I follow them all, right? Like impact, uh, obviously AW actually this morning, uh, Drew McIntyre, WWE champion was on with our boy, Ryan Ermani on Fox two live. So, oh, wow. uh, Nick put that in the bank. Cause I want to get a, I want to get a call out to get the champ because him being a McIntyre, me being a McCarty, there's some Scottish in there and, uh, Right now he's you know, the maybe king. throw McClellan in there. Yeah, then a McClellan. There you go. Right, that's all it is. It's a it, it's a six pack. What is uh obviously the different uh, factions of leagues? What what's the one thing you know the NXTs and and all different stuff like that? But what is it you love about 
you know, the wrestling or which and which storylines are you following most closely? Oh man, I mean honestly, it's uh it's kind of hard for me to keep up with uh for the most part, but there's a lot of just things involved in wrestling that just keeps me going. I'm an old school guy. Like you said the network, I've got the network too. I watched Mania. I mean, one of the storylines I've been following is uh is the return of Edge. So, right, yeah. I was an Edge and Christian fan since I was a kid. So and you when know, when you see Edge come out in the Royal Rumble with a six pack at his age, you're like, dude, like it's incredible. And then you get, and then I, yeah, I, yeah, I implore people to get the, uh, um, get the NFL Network because, uh, or not the NFL, the WWE Network because you get the the, the behind the scenes, the twenty fours, the the for me the best part about wrestling is they have. They don't take it like, you know, it's not fake. It's athletic sport and it's scripted and they've let in behind the scenes that they're more like movie characters. For me, I look at it from the comedy aspect, right? Looking at it as as some sort of oh, the yeah. deliveries. And, and for me, the intricacy is nothing to do with the physical stuff or anything, but it's, it's the storyline and getting the microphone because I know you, you'll be happy to know that Edge and Christian – Great guys, but they're Canadians, and uh, even Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. who's, uh, Man, who's a buddy, but, but but like Chris Jericho is to me is the he's got it like The Rock had it, you know. Tonight on SmackDown, they're honoring 25 years of Triple H. You know what you you see all that old school, the Generation X stuff with Shawn Michaels and and the stalwart, and just over the years, and you're talking about guys that we were able when we were younger to watch. And to see him play an integral part, you know, nowadays, like you said, you watch when Edge came out, you know, and you heard that music, it was like almost like it's wait, wait, who's copying Edge? Right? That's the first thing I was like. Yeah, you're like, I was like, wait, somebody what? stole Edge's music. Wait, wait, what? what? Who is this? And then you just see six pack just coming out to Alter Bridge. You got Alter Bridge playing. I actually told the guy I was working with earlier. I told him earlier, like, the story of, but this is a sidebar, you know, because we're talking about Edge. He's got Alter Bridge as his theme. And I told him, I said, we were actually by Alter Road in Detroit. And I told him, if you drive down Alter Road, you're going to come across Court Street. So Alter and Court, there's a little tiny bridge that goes over a little, like, you know, stream that goes into the river. Bam, that's where Mark Tremonti decided to say, hey, I'm going to name the band after Alter Bridge because you got Gross Point on one side. You got Detroit on the other. It's like the bridge to the unknown, he said, from Gross Point. So, bam, the Edge comes out. You're like, bro, he's just looking fantastic. They messed up on the camera cut. That's the biggest thing everybody talked about because I'm watch- we're watching it live. Are you kidding me? They messed the camera cut up when he spears Dolph Ziggler? Are you serious? But, hey, they addressed it. It happens. What are you going to do? Not everything's perfect. No- none of my videos go perfect ever. It just kind of just gets thrown together. Here we go. But what? the match he did with Randy Orton, though, I was like, dude, he's on the top of a semi-trailer, man. Holy shoot. You know, like, what is the deal? And you know what, though, it, which was really, really cool and great was that was that when to hear him talk about that match, because I saw an interview with him and Christian, because he's married to Beth Phoenix, who is a, um, yep. she's a wrestler, but, you know, is his wife and say, and, and even him, he says, yeah, Beth, we were, because they taped it and then he watched it live as it happened with his wife and there's a couple times where she wasn't happy (laughs) taking a couple moves but he knew 
what he did that he was going to be all right and stuff like that. So, uh, oh, for sure. um, so that's awesome. No, no, I, I look, you know, dude, I look forward to, uh, to continuing talking wrestling and, and, you know, the impact stuff and, and however else, cause I, what I love is the chit chat, right? Is, is, is mm-hmm. the banter and the setup and all the stuff that goes into great characters like Tommy. We'd love, we'd love now, to be there. That's it. How about your passion? So I, so I'm told here, and I'll let you uh, lead it for David and uh, David Angel, Jess, everybody back in the studio. Thank you for everything. But you're into trucks, bro, right? Into trucks a lot. David's got a clip. Um, what's your passion, or what's your favorite, or what is uh, what is your deal with trucks? And I know Tommy Gunn. Before you tell me that your truck's better than my truck, you don't have to worry. I drive a man van. All right, I drive a man van. I need all the room. Plus, it's 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 way it's way better, more room to, to hot box a man van than it is a cool truck. So, what's your? Where did your infatuation with trucks come? I mean, if I'm being completely honest with you, uh, well, my infatuation with trucks really? it really isn't there very much. It's actually I'm actually a car guy. I'm a hot rod guy. This is the Motor City. Everything in my DNA points to, you know, Mustangs and, you know, building 302s in the garage, drinking some beer and let's go riding around. Not on the beer, not on the beer though. We got to be safe about it. But hot rods, I like something that, you know, goes broom, you know. So when 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 the guys are building these trucks, I'm like, well, you know, that's cool and all, but, you know, what about building an old rat rod or or a hot rod? You know, but hey, different strokes for different folks. Um, but I'm a Ford guy. I mean, I've got a 13 F-150 myself. Uh, got nothing really to say about it other than it's been a great truck, you know? So really, I don't really have a fetish for them. I just, you know, people like me making fun of them. So it just keeps on going. All right. So do we have a clip of you making fun of them? Is that what I'm told? Yeah, we got the Duramax, <laughs> Duramax clip all set up, ready to go. So well, we let, let, it, let it go through, David. Oh, look, it's so peaceful out here. I'm like, this piece of shit, are you serious? <laughs> Why? Look at these tailpipes, dude. They look like fucking trailer park propane torches, and I should know because I'm in a trailer park with a propane torch. Just kidding. Don't write me up, city of Taylor. Look at this, Harbor Freight lights. He probably got on Amazon because it's a better deal than going to Harbor Freight, and there's a way good warranty. Just kidding. Try to return them things to see what the fuck happens. Online shit's stupid. Is it in a Transformer? Autobots, roll out! Tennessee honey, because, you know, only real men drink fucking real Jack. You serious? What is this, a fucking peace tea? This guy's a fucking hippie going to Woodstock in this bitch. Probably actually a Florida George Line concert and shit. Toe mirrors, not doing a fucking thing. Fox shots, not... Tongue tied? I don't give a shit. Fox shocks, not doing nothing. Say that five times fast, because he's gonna hit a rock with these damn bars under here. Boom, you just hit a rock. What are you gonna do now? Nothing, Napoleon, because you're fucked. Look at the light bar. Useless as fuck, like this bumper right here. It's got fucking air vents in it though, bro. It's gonna help my fucking radiator breathe. No, you're just gonna catch a bunch of flies in that bitch going on the highway, because you ain't going to no damn mud bogs in this thing. Hey, look, America's oldest beer. A little help here, bro? Short people props, hashtag. What? 
the fuck is up with the clear air filter in here? What are you gonna do? See the piles of shit flying in this damn thing? This thing's useless, more useless than a two dollar whore on nickel night. I'm Tommy Gunn and I approve this message. Tommy Gunn here with some breaking news. Who am I talking to? Ricky. What happened, Ricky? Oh, pork chop got the truck stuck. Everybody say hi to pork chop. So, uh, so what did I do to this truck earlier? Was it in a video and I talked some shit about not mud being muddy? Yep, sure did. Was I was I wrong? Oh, it's muddy now. You just tried to be like Brad Paisley, get a little mud on the tires. Look at you, just don't listen to Brad Paisley, everybody. Now we return to the dramatic conclusion of the Ballad of Ricky's Dirtbags. Oh, it's about to go. Oh, it's so close. Ah. Oh. How many people does it take to get the Ford strapped up? A one, a two, a three, a four. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> oh. There it goes. There it goes. Oh, the way she goes, boys. And the blinker was on the whole time. Might be in Michigan. Your truck just got out. How do you feel? Oh, dude, I love it. Do you still do those? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, you I do. You know what? You know, you know what? It's th that absolutely. I love, you know, that. And you said twice today, and, I, and this is just a preface for everybody that you're always safe to enjoy. You can say whatever you want. So I always want to know the truth, but you can say whatever you want here. You just got to own it. You know, that's that. That's all yep. I do. But I really got your that you're a car lover out of that. And dude. I don't know. Maybe next time your buddy can. Uh, um, you really are five five. That's all I gotta say. How, like I'm a that, short. How, I'm a short motherfucker, dude. No, I don't, it's not. A, I'm not making fun of that. I'm just saying that that truck was really big because you're you got oh, a yeah. workout in there trying to jump up and look out of it. I burned about fifty five oh, calories right there, dude. I, and you know, I had my milkshake bringing everybody to the yard, and uh, I felt pretty trim after doing that that jump until later on we got drunk. But that's a that's another story. The cool, actually, behind the scenes of that video is my buddy Mike lived out in Charlotte at the time, and he's like, "Hey man, I know you're about to move to Texas. Let's have a going away party for you." So going away party naturally turns into, "Hey, you know, my name's Ricky. I brought this truck. Why don't you make fun of it? You know, and I'll film it for you." So I said, all right, cool. You know, why not? that's the girl that got me there anyway so fuck yeah you know let's make fun of some stuff and next thing you know they're like hey i mean i know you were just kidding in the video but we're gonna go take that thing out and, and uh i'll show you what it can actually do and then sure as hell stuck you know so it was it was a great time honestly and a memory i'll never forget so just really cool man and i watched those and i can i got like a behind the scenes story of all the videos i've done you know i can remember them if i see a clip i'm like I remember exactly how that played out, you know? Well, let's go to, because uh, some of the people that, uh, that that's what I love to hope to bring is that, so some of the people uh, meeting Tommy Gunn here with one end, right? Billy, he even made that to Billy oh, yeah. Gunn in the gun club. Yeah, so Tommy Gunn, but to go and check out um, your videos on Facebook and Instagram, what are, what are some of your favorites um, that you do and why? So you make fun of trucks. What else is it that, that, uh, are some of the videos that people can look for? There's uh, there's actually quite a few on there. There's, uh, last time I looked, yeah, man, it was about a thousand, 
freaking videos, over a thousand videos on there. But I like my sketches that I do. You know, uh, one of them I did where I was cooking and made some, uh, you know, good old trailer park. Uh, I can't remember how I actually called what I called it, but it had pop tarts. It had just a wad of chocolate stuffed on there. Just stupid stuff like that. I made trailer park Raymond. I called it trailer park El Ramon, you know, to make it all fancy. Yeah. And, uh, man, it, there's there's a ton of them, man. I did one where my buddy, like, we, we did our own wrestling style video. We did it like ECW where he's just beating the shit out of me. He's, he's, uh, he's throwing shit at me, all kinds of stuff, man. It was, it's a riot. Well, that sounds like, sounds like a lot of fun. Where do you, uh, you know, what, t- tell me what has got you through this quarantine time or what's been sort of your routine as it gave you an opportunity to do more videos or put, you know, more ideas or more time or what's coming up in the future? Well, what's going to come up in the future is hopefully, you know, once this all goes back to normal, I can get out there and start recording videos again because I'm trying to do my part with the social distance. I've been reached out to by uh, lots of people that want me to do a video with their vehicle and everything. And it's just, you know, it's not really the right time to do it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a guy that likes to come out and shake your hand. I want to hang out with you and, and socialize and, and shoot the breeze with you. But right now, when it comes to the pandemic, it's just not the right you know, kind of right, not really the right idea to do. So it's actually been kind of tough to uh, make content. Uh, I've came, I've came up with a few little ideas here and there, but nothing really can manifest till this is all over with. You know, I'm kind of just, you know, stuck with, hey, here's the backyard. I got to do a rant. You know, and people still like them, but they don't really go as far. But uh, you know, what's in the work is, is I'm going to do more, uh, more of the truck stuff where I'm making fun of them. I also have another series of videos called Tommy Gun's Hot Rod Adventures, where uh, the backstory on that is I find a guy with their, their hot rod, their passion that they put together. And I want to see, like, kind of like what we're doing right now, where you want to see, you know, behind the scenes of uh, who Tommy Gun is. And right. by the way, I'm going to do a wardrobe change myself here in a second, too. But uh, I find out, like, what what got you into the car hobby? What, uh, what motor does it have? How long did it take you to put it together? Just tell me the labor of love of why you're into these hot rods, and people really eat that up too. I'm hoping one day maybe I can get my own car show. That'd be freaking awesome. That's your, that's that that's no. It's uh, everybody should have goals, and I you know I'm all about the whys. You know, following people's passions and stuff like that. And and you know what I've learned, and I tell everybody here's the secret ingredient for anybody. It's what you put in to get out. You know, and and the sooner you can work smarter than harder, the the better off. The you know the better off you are, and and because it's about people. You mentioned you're a you're a shake a shake your hand, shake somebody's hand, look them in the eye. You know, I'm the same way. You know, I think I invented the bro hug. So I mean, it, it goes either way. What's going on over in your uh, land there, Nick? Uh, you, uh, we're gonna let Tommy do a wardrobe change here. And uh, what's going on in in uh, Daddy and Quinn's? Uh, got an update on the YouTube series? Yeah, man. So we've been trying to do something the last couple of days, and just timing, and it has really worked out. So I think we're gonna do something tonight. Um, so Post Malone, this is kind of badass. So Post Malone is doing a Nirvana tribute tonight on YouTube. And wait, I'm what? excited to see how this goes. What's that? I said, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, said, yeah, wait, that right. what? So, 
<laughs> so yeah, Post Malone is doing a tribute, Nirvana tribute tonight at like six o'clock or something. So I saw the news on this and Quinn, she's got a Nirvana shirt. And uh, I was like, you know, it'd be great is if she did makeup for me that was Post Malone. So that's the idea. So she's going to try and recreate Post Malone's face tattoos on me. So we'll see how that goes tonight. I think oh it's going to be bro, hilarious. That veteran play on your part to be able to watch the Post Malone Nirvana because you got Unbelievable Parenting 101 right there by Nick. How to get what you Thank need, you, you know, the football or, or whatever. And I'm interested. A lot of face tattoos, um, which is that's the uh, one thing that uh, everybody. There's different rules for tattoos. Like I mean, family rules. I'm assuming. Right. Like, your parents and my, you know, was never anything above the neckline. So no face tattoos. Yep. So good luck with that tonight. Let me know how it goes. I will definitely be <laughs> judging. Tommy, did you make that wardrobe change, bro? Oh, yeah. Uh, got, got a little bit back to normal. I have to, I have to, I I like to show it. up a little bit, you know, say, hey, what's well, up? You know, I'm talking to a well, Red Wing here. Color me uh, starstruck by the damn way. Damn, dude. Freaking legend over here. Well, you know, I got to do the math. You said you're going to be 30. So wheelhouse puts you at like 7, 8, 12, you know, 16, 18. So, I mean, I accept I accept that. And I appreciate you uh, coming on and and – and joining us and yeah like like you said um you're preference prefacing it before and yeah one one day you'd like to have your own hot rod show and stuff like that and you're exactly right with what i'm trying to do with grind time with darren mccarty or 25 on 19 whatever it is talking to people and getting to know why they love things just because i don't love the same thing i love the passion behind it but i also love too is the characters and then the real person behind it. Maybe that leads me back into why I think wrestling's so great right now is because with social media, which we didn't have when I was growing up, even thank God in the nineties, um, when we were winning cups and stone cold and that stuff was around. So nowadays I think you get to, you get to understand more of the people and their personality and, and all the different things. You brought up something, Tommy, earlier, is that you're I, – I know someone like you. You're a unicorn. My actually right-hand Aaron has no kids, no girl, no dog, no nothing like that that can pick up and go whenever he wants. So I get it, and I love the fact that you're following your passion and stuff like that, you know, until then. So do you have – um, some of these, uh, so people can look at this, uh, Tommy gun with the hot rods and stuff like that. Are there some things that you've learned by meeting all these people by, you know, making fun of, you know, all this stuff, but is there some really cool stuff that you've learned in the meantime? Oh, definitely. Um, I've just learned a lot about how, whether, whether it's, uh, your music, whether it's wrestling, everybody's got passion for something. That's one of the biggest things I grabbed from it. And that's natural. A lot of people don't see it that way. Not a lot of people, but, you know, certain people see it that way where it's, yeah. oh, well, you're just a car guy. You're just this and this and that. The other thing, but 
just the passion in whatever they're building is just fantastic. A lot of people just, you know, put their heart and soul into it, just like, you know, Picasso making a painting. It's just a different kind of soul, just like Motown, stuff like that. And just, you meet people from down south, you know, Beaumont, Silsby, Texas, and, and Vider, Texas down there with the same passion as us. And it's like Motor Cities worldwide, and people just don't realize it. But this is all, you know, we're in the backyard of where it started at, man. And that's the coolest, uh, really the coolest thing about being from Detroit is I can walk around bragging about, I know where that car's built, I know where that car's built, I know where that one's built. Mustang's built by the house, you know, just really cool. Uh, I can pass knowledge on to people like that too, you know? Yeah, no, it's, and it's, and it's always, you know, interesting or exciting because it's, I tell everybody just because, you know, we're whatever suburb or whatever we live in, um, we're still all Detroiters and we all, cause we all try to represent what it's, what it's all about. But when you get out and about and travel around and realize that people actually, uh, you know, know where you're from or, or have heard those things or, or how many times, how long did it take you to change people's perception about how many people got murdered and that, how bad Detroit was when you went down to uh, Texas? It actually, it actually didn't take very long. Uh, really didn't take long at all because people just assume, like you said, Oh my God, I'm going to go to Detroit. I'm going to get killed immediately. I'm going to do this and it's going to be terrifying. I'm just like, Hey man, it's a big city. Really, any big city you can think of has got problems somewhere, okay? Chicago, obviously, there's good parts of Chicago. There's bad parts of Chicago. I mean, you can go down to, like, Chinatown and buy Wrigley, and you're going to be fine. You know, but every big city has got gremlins going on, just like Beaumont, Texas. Beaumont, Texas is actually on the list of uh, one of the worst cities in the country, too. However, there's been a million times I've been out there, and everything's good. You know, there's a lot of nice parts. So I just tell them. It just depends on where you go. It depends on who you're with. If you're with the wrong people, hey, you know, that's going to attract the wrong attention to you right off the bat, first of all. So you just have to be smart and use some common sense, and you're going to get along fine, and you're going to see some pretty damn cool stuff along the way. I mean, hell, I could take you to the Paquette Model T plant right now and say, hey, check it out. You know what You know what just got yeah. built there? That was the Model T, you know? But hey, we're fine. Nothing's happening, you know. Downtown, I see that you're you're a casino lover too. So am I, you know. Hey, I'm I've been riding them lime scooters down there, bro. I've been I did a video oh, about yeah. that riding the lime scooter, dude. Like, come on, dude, for like fifteen bucks to ride around for like an hour and a half, it's freaking awesome, dude. I I'm on your same page. We've done that a few times, uh, having to go from you know MGM to you know, little Caesars are busting around downtown. It's uh, on a, uh, that's something hopefully as this pandemic, you know, ends and things slowly open up is it, I think people, their appreciation more. Um, I love food, bro. Texas barbecue. Did you have any good barbecue down there or did you try something that you'd never tried before um, food wise that you liked? <laughs> Or, Bro, I became a, uh, I became like a friggin' uh, northern Cajun down there, okay? All of a sudden, I go from a dude that's never had crawfish in his life to, hey, anybody got a crawfish boil down there? I need to come over and get some crawfish, you know, just like getting like little like urges. I need the crawfish right now. So that's awesome. Uh, what else have I had? A lot of 
different kinds of gumbo. Like gumbo is made different, you know, down there. There's some fantastic gumbo down there, dude. Alligator, they eat alligator like it's just, you know, a, a piece of bologna. It's just, oh, you want some gator? We're going to make some gator kebabs. No big deal, bro. Oh, by the way, I'm the one that caught this gator too. And I'm going to make some boots with it. You know, this, it's the craziest shit ever down there. And it's just normal, dude. Normal ways of life down there. I figured out that Tony Saturies is a thing. If you don't know what that is, that's a seasoning. And it's just like Frank's Red Hot. You can put that shit on everything. And I had it What's on it a called? turkey, man. My my buddy made a video where he took a popcorn tin. Like, you you know, the, the things that are about this big, poked some holes in it. And he actually friggin' cooked a turkey in there. Threw some of that Tony Satchery's on there, and it was a Cajun turkey, and it blew my damn mind. I'm like, well, happy Thanksgiving to us. Hell yeah. Wow, dude. I And you know what? When, like I said, uh, spending time in Florida and stuff like that, I, I love gator. Uh, and that's one of the things mm-hmm. that I never had till I got down there. It's uh, anybody out there. It's it, <laughs> Everything sort of tastes like chicken, but it's sort of like a... I don't know, Cajun chicken. <laughs> That's what it's like. You know, a little bit. It's kind of like bit pork tougher. too. It's like a little bit like pork. Yeah, it, it, right. It, you're right. It is, and it's got that. Uh, um, you got it. Yeah. What what kind of sauce? They always use like like the anju or something sort of sauce with it and stuff like that. But no, craw crawfish too by the bucketfuls. Um, that's all. That's always good to know. Um. How about uh, I'm always interested in uh, like uh, Netflix series or, you know, what are people watching or, you know, since they've had more time during the quarantine, you got any, my big suggestion to the guests, if you, if you're into like the paranormal to watch ghost hunters and Grant Wilson, because I like the, I like the way they do that where it's, you know, the, the positive side of finding, you know, reality and you know what I mean? Rather than looking for the demon and stuff like that. Um, that one. And then the new Sherlock Holmes uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, big fan of that. Um, how about yourself? Oh, yeah. Nick, Nick, if you've seen the tiger King, Nick's your guy. Cause that's sort of, but that's sort of like living. Tiger dope. <laughs> that's got Taylor Tucky written all I'm over. I'm a unicorn with that, too. I'm one of the only people that's never seen Tiger King. I don't know why, but it's basically because the entire internet filled me in on what happened. I hate this Carol Baskin lady. I don't even know who the hell she is. All I know is I have to hate her. You know, everybody's like, hey, Carol Baskin's killed her husband. Fed him to a damn tiger. Uh, you're going to have to hate this lady. I had never even watched the damn shit, and I'm like, man, this Carol Baskin's, man, this is not damn good, man. I don't even want to even think about her i want to go like i want to punch her i don't even know her you got to see it it's incredible and as much as you know about it like it's still gonna blow your mind it's just why i really don't know shit about it it. everybody's like you're missing out you have to get with it what's funny is you mentioned ghost hunters darren and uh so i grew up watching you beat people's ass and i watched them guys trying to find ghosts like that was a pretty damn good childhood like hey DMAC just beat the shit out of Claude Lemieux. A few years later, hey, they just found a ghost in this old psychiatric hospital. Dope, you know? It was it was some good shit. And then you throw the Macho Man right in the middle of that, and it's it's all good, or or stuff like that. Well, that that you know that that's the whole thing. Also, is that uh, I tell everybody is that you know you, you look back and see what has happened before and um into the history and and different things like that as far as uh 
comedy wise, who are some of your favorite uh, comics or, you know, some of the guys, obviously it's, uh, you know, the, the character guys, I, I would think, but who are some of your influences in the comedy? Uh, Chris Farley, uh, David Spade, David Spade, you know, you can almost play anything too. Farley is just without a doubt. Everybody knows about Farley. If you don't know who Chris Farley is, dude, come on, figure it out. Go watch Tommy boy. That's my favorite movie of all time. It's, it's the shit dude. Uh, there's just, there's so many to even think of, uh, Bill Burr. That's another one. Oh, it used yeah. to be, uh, used to be Speaking really into podcast. Dane Cook back in the day too. Um, Speaking Daniel of Bill Tosh, Burr's po- you know, Bill Burr's yeah, podcast. Bill Burr's great. And, and, and his podcast. And I think he's supposed to be, he was supposed to be coming through. Um, you mentioned, uh, David Spade for anybody out there. He's sort of, you know, come back around with his, uh, lights out series and you should see because he does the, I think it's on Instagram or Facebook. I don't know. One of those mediums, uh, that he's got interviews with like after the tiger King with like five or six people in, in the movie. So if you ever do, uh, get around to it, um, you know, the, the, uh, like you said, David Spade's great. Uh, I think we can all agree. Tommy boy and, uh, Chris Farley, uh, way too soon. Um, mm-hmm. what's, uh, what's, uh, anything we got a couple minutes left, uh, any big plans for this weekend or big plans since now that the uh, the governor's sort of lifted the you can go out in a motorized boat and you can go golfing or you can, you know, go do landscaping. Does uh, Tommy Gunn or Tommy McClellan, does he have any immediate plans in the next week or so? Well, so I made a big purchase not too long ago. I went to Walmart, bought myself a bicycle. So might hit up the trails on there. Um, another thing that I got into that we didn't really touch on because I just, I'm scatterbrained, man. I'm over here talking to Nick and Darren McCarty. Like, didn't think that was going to happen this week, but here we are. But, dude, I bought a a, a Dobro not too long ago, so I've been working on that. Uh, a mandolin. I bought a slide guitar. So I'm just trying to be a bluegrass musician. You know, might have a couple of cold ones this weekend. I worked all week. I actually do landscaping. I've been doing some essential work. Can't say who I work for because of, you know, social media, stuff like that. But uh, I've been doing some essential work. And, you know, now that they made the whole crew essential, like we're all going to be working again and everybody's going to start making some more, some money and stuff. It's going to be great, man. I mean, I, it's not going to last forever, man. Tough times la- uh, last a little while, but tougher people last longer. That's just how it works, you know. No, I love it, brother. I love it. And uh, you know what? I appreciate it. It looks like uh... – you know what? You got to have a plan, and you got a plan. So our guest, Tommy McClellan, a.k.a. Tommy Gunn, check him out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you hear the music, and you know what? I ain't torturing you with Grinder yet, so I'm going to let you go. Nick, have a good weekend. I'll be looking forward to your you post-roll makeup. And everybody else, we will see. That's us Have a great weekend. Be safe. Grind time. Guns Later, out. Later, fellas.